0: The Bobby Bones post-show pre-show.
1: Eddie said the Borat movie was terrible. Oh, the worst movie. I, I, I'm going to say it. The worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, like, wow. I, I'm not a fan of stopping movies halfway or even like 10 minutes in and saying, this is terrible. I'm not going to watch the rest of it. I saw four wieners and I was out.
2: That's your threshold oh. about? It's just like, <laughs> what, what am I doing watching At three, this? three,
1: you weren't like, you know what? <laughs> if I get one more wiener... Bones. I thought when I saw the second one I'd give it It's like alright fine let's just give it a chance But no this is, this is a bad movie Mike D told me I'd love it No stop
2: it Hey Mike D come over to Lunchbox's microphone What did uh, what you think it bore at? I'll admit it's cringy
1: but it's good it's funny I think that if my high school self or my even maybe my college self watched it again, and again, the cool thing about First Borat is that you thought it was so real and like this is so crazy. It's crazy. There's no chance that this is real at all.
3: No, it's absolutely it's real. real. This is 100
1: percent staged. No, months. I'm telling you right now, I, I didn't buy a single second of it.
2: Mike, what do you know about this movie? <laughs> There's new stories coming out now that people saying they had no idea. Sometimes they heard it was for a documentary,
1: another thing, but all that was real. The only actors were Borat and his daughter.
4: Eddie sounds old
2: over here. Yeah,
3: Dude, you, know,
1: you, like an, oh, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want you to watch it, Bones, and I want to hear what you really, really think about it. There's no chance that you're going to like it. Okay, I'll
2: watch it.
3: Oh, Okay.
1: Have you seen the... Did you stay until the Rudy Giuliani part? I did not make it that far. You and know. you think that was fake? I didn't make it that far. That's what I'm saying. It was all you real. You can't say
4: something's the worst movie ever, although... what is that... In uh, ninety-five, Aliens. What? What? What's that (laughs) movie? District twelve. District whatever. District nine. Nine? Yeah. No, that's the worst movie ever, and I did not see the whole thing. I walked out. There There we go. I loved it. So I was gonna say you kind of need to see the whole thing, but maybe not.
2: Uh, Chuck Wicks is on right now. Let's put him on. Hey, Chuck. What's going on? Hey, on your talk to Chuck, your latest podcast. You have your wife on with you. Yes. And so.
5: Is she someone who
2: was like, hey, I would love to come do that show? Or was she like, why do you want me on your show? How is she with coming on the air?
5: Uh, well, how is she worth coming on the air? No, no.
2: How is she like with you? Is she like, what are you going to talk about? Or is she just open and like, let's go. I'll do whatever you want.
5: No, she definitely was reluctant to do it. She's like, I don't know. What am I going to say? I'm like, you're Jason Aldean's sister. You have plenty to say.
2: Oh, that's so interesting. Like, I forgot about yeah, the so I like, forgot about the Jason sister. I know you guys talked about your IVF. But does she mind... When you talk to her about Jason, is she like, I don't want to talk about Jason Aldean anymore?
5: <laughs> well, that was my very first question to her, because I often wonder it, and I'm her husband. I said, I opened it with, do you ever get tired of being referred to as Jason Aldean's sister? And she goes, no. She goes, I actually like it. And I was like, okay, cool. And she's like proud of it, and I would be too. If, my, if I had a super famous brother, which I don't, my brother's still trying to make a name for himself. he's older than I am, so I don't know if it's going
2: to happen. What's, what's he making a name for himself in? What, what field? <laughs>
5: um, best bartender down at Disney World. Okay, got it. <laughs> I think...
4: Is he serious? Or... I, don't, Is I, don't yeah. know, I don't know
2: where his brother works. I have no idea. <laughs> hey, so with, with her, I just would wonder what it's like to watch as your family member that you've been close to your whole life and, and that process of them getting wildly famous and how their life changes. Because I think that would just be a trip to see from the inside how crazy it gets going from fifty people watching you in a bar two hundred in a club within three years playing arenas mm-hmm. did you talk yeah. about that at all because if you didn't you need to go back and edit that in
5: no i i I kind of did I t- you know because Cassie used to sell t-shirts for Jason there's a seven year gap between them she's seven years younger and It was like a family deal. Like Jason's dad, my father-in-law, was the guy booking all the shows in Florida and Georgia. And, you know, he was doing all these singing contests trying to get, you know, make a name for himself. And Cassie was probably 11 selling T-shirts and bars for Jason. And one story in particular that I'll never forget is that when Jason was trying to get a record deal, he would come up to Nashville and do what they call showcases, which we all know what they're about. Actually, I don't even know if they do showcases as much anymore with the Internet and everything else, but he, he comes up, he does a showcase, and he wanted to make sure that the place was packed. So at this, at this point, Cassie's now in college, so she went to the University of Georgia and moved on from selling T-shirts for him. And Jason... Made her get all her sorority sisters to come up to the show to make it look like it was a packed house in front of the record label.
2: I mean, I guess it worked, huh? It kind of worked. Uh, probably because he's good. Yeah. More so because we always think a lot of dumb things matter when we're younger, <laughs> and I'm sure that was the case here too. But
4: also creating buzz about yourself or who was the or who was it? Somebody like Elvis time frame, but not Elvis ish. We had a story recently where they would pay... Sinatra? People. Maybe it was Sinatra. Yeah, Sinatra. That's early true. on, he was yeah, Early people. on, yeah, they mean. would pay people to like, come to the front row and scream and act like he was a big deal.
2: That's what I do when I walk out of the building. There's <laughs> people outside waiting on me with signs. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I throw them a few bucks beforehand. Yeah. Uh, you also, we were talking on the show, you have done, have you done the full Iron Man or like a part Iron Man?
5: Well, I've done a part Iron Man. I've done a half Iron Man. A 70.3, they like to call
0: it.
2: Okay. I gave you too much credit and said no chuck's done
5: mini full ironmans. <laughs> mhm. I appreciate the credit. I will take it because uh I you know I have I have uh trained a full ironman. So I've done the distances training, but race wise I I just I've done the, the half.
2: Have you ever ran a marathon cuz isn't the full ironman the running part of a full
5: marathon? Yeah. Yeah, I've never I've never done a full marathon. I've trained a full marathon, but I've never but raced. I, don't, wow. I
4: mean that's that's if I have trained it, I have done it. So like <laughs> you should start like although you weren't in an official race, like if you've that's that's yeah. That's impressive. Amy's, you
5: should own Amy's it. Amy's making her own medals. Amy's making her own medals at the house. She's like, yeah. Amy, She's I got did the
2: this today. the yo-play lids that are gold wearing it around yeah. her neck. <laughs>
5: well,
4: I mean, wait, so if you've trained it, how why haven't you done it?
5: That's a great question. Um because I think I'm so miserable when I do train it and I don't do it often that I was like, why? And I'm the type of guy that if, I'm, if I do something, I want to actually like, do it well. So I kind of don't, don't want to do a marathon to come in last place. So I want to do a marathon and like be respectful on the, on the time. So maybe that's, I don't know. That's a great question, Amy. What is
4: your I'm time? Do
5: it.
2: Amy's run marathon, no. so she wants to know how what you is compare. Your, what
4: is your marathon time?
5: Ooh, uh, I think I did like an 820, 830 pace. For 20? Okay, can
4: someone do the math on that times 26.2? That's
5: that's <laughs> that's significant.
2: That's fast. Yeah, it is. If you can run under nine minutes for that long, that's crazy.
5: Yeah, it is crazy. That's the point. What is it, Mike?
4: 338? Yes. Like- that is really good. You should do it. You Trust me, you will not come in last place because I took four hours and 30 minutes.
5: You'll
2: win.
4: <laughs> and I was like 3,568th <laughs> place. Out of 10,000.
5: Which marathon did you do?
4: The Austin Motorola Marathon year 2000, shout out. <laughs> or 2001. You, you, didn't, you didn't hear
2: about it on the news when Amy did it? It was a big story. <laughs>
5: Hold on. Uh, 20 years ago? Yeah, I was. 20 years ago?
4: Yeah, I did it right before I turned 21. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I love it.
6: But
4: I was, I was pretty miserable after <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All
2: right. Listen, you guys check out Talk to Chuck. It's his new podcast. He has Sean Johnson, Olympic gold medalist, and then his wife, who was on the last episode. How's the podcast going for you? Think people are liking it?
5: Um, I hope so. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, happy to be, you know, back being creative and, and talking to my friends and everything else. I, You know, Jimmy Allen is our next guest. And all I will say is that he sings Disney songs. Uh, and he really gets into character. He does the puckering lip. He does everything. So I'm, I'm having a good time doing it. I... I hope people like it. I've been checking, you know, I'm, I'm a chart guy, so I always go to check. I was like, well, are people downloading it? Are people rating it? And, and they are. So, so far, so good. I just hope it, you know, keeps going.
2: Check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wakes. All right, Chuck, good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'm going to go run now. Okay, All right, bye. You know, that's flying, though, if you can do under nine minutes. That is.
4: That that's so fast.
2: Yeah. You can do I, you know, I can do under nine minutes for a few. Yeah. But for that Probably long? for five. But for that long? That is crazy. All right, that's what's up. I have to watch Borat, I guess. Yes, you do. Yeah. I'm I happy.
1: really want to know what you think. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I just can't wait to hear your review because there's no possible way you're gonna like that dumb movie.
2: Well, here's how I felt about it before. Mike D loved it, so I felt like, ah, I shouldn't like it. Now you've hated it, I feel like I should like it. You <laughs> oh, guys' great. reviews leading me into it or making me, f- but I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right, watch I- it with Caitlin too. No,
1: I don't want what? What? I
2: don't want her to see other wieners. <laughs> Stop. She doesn't want to
4: either. Ill.
1: <laughs> yeah, people don't want to see that, guys. No, I don't want her. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, great. Stop. I don't care.
2: It's a wiener. I yeah, no, you don't want to see, see four wieners, of them. So you Let don't me say, see I don't them. need her to see other wieners and compare. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, we're done. Here's today's show. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Let's go!
2: Hello, friends, and good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, today's a big day. Oh, yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's the premiere on Netflix of... I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were really serious. (laughs) It's election day, friends. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's get through this. Uh, Let's play yes or BS. Oh, this is great. Presidential election trivia. Oh, man. So you can tell me yes, you hold up a card that says yes, or BS, you hold up a card that says BS. Okay. Number one, yes or BS, you have to be at least 35 years old to be president. Yes or BS? Lift your cards up, please. Amy says yes. Lunchbox says yes. Eddie says yes. That is correct. You also have to be a natural-born citizen and live here for at least 14 years. Next question. The lowest voter turnout for a presidential election... Was less than 10%. Mm. Why? Yes or BS? <sighs> Not in America. The lowest voter turnout yeah,
4: be crazy, but- for
2: a presidential election. Was in, less than ten percent.
4: Any election of all the elections?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that would be the options. Okay, well, American elections, pres- I don't know, no, presidential the, elections.
4: Back in the day, maybe.
2: Presidential elections. Okay, yes or BS? Your cards, please. Oh wait.
1: No, even more back in the Amy day. Amy has oh, yes. Back in the day. Lunchbox
2: has yes, yep. and Eddie has BS. Give me
1: that BS. Eddie, you don't think that's real? Nah, come on. It's America. We vote. The
2: second election in 1792 only saw six percent of eligible voters cast ballots. Yeah. Come on, guys. The answer is yes.
4: Yeah, you got to dig way back.
2: That's terrible. Yes or B.S., Hillary Clinton won the popular vote in 2016 but lost. The only other time that happened was when Al Gore won the popular vote in 2000 and lost. So were those the only two instances where someone got more votes but still lost? Hmm. Hillary Clinton in 2016, Al Gore in 2000. Were they the only two times that that, that person has more votes and then still lost?
4: Who was Al Gore running against?
2: Bush. Remember when it's Supreme Court? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, that was the hanging chads. Yes or BS? <sighs> Cards up. Amy has yes. Lunchbox has BS. Eddie has BS. Come
4: on. Oh, shoot.
2: <laughs> well, the answer is BS. It's happened five yes! times. I knew it.
4: Oh, uh, with who? Andrew,
2: I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, no. A- <laughs> Andrew Jackson won the popular vote, but lost to John Quincy Adams. Oh. Samuel Tilden won in 1876, but lost to Rutherford B. Hayes. Tilden. And Grover Cleveland won in 1888 and lost to Benjamin Harrison. Good one.
4: Oh, Oh. yeah, that one. I forgot about that one.
2: (laughs) It's the only two times in (laughs) modern history. In in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two former presidents have been elected to Congress after they were president. Yes or BS?
0: Huh. What?
2: Two former presidents were elected to Congress after they were the president. So imagine they served the term, they are like, well, I'm going to go be yeah. a senator or be in the House. Yes or be yes? Oh. Hold your cards up. One, two, I'm sure, three. I'm sure somewhere in America. All three of you say yes. Absolutely. John Quincy Adams served nine terms in the House of Representatives after his presidency. Mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson was selected to the Senate. Yeah! He died early on, but oh. two have. That's yes. They're both yes. Let's do one more. JFK is the youngest president ever elected at 43 years old. 43? JFK is the youngest US how president ever elected. I know. At how 43 old is, years old. How old was old. Trump?
4: No. <laughs> You're <an idiot>. uh,
2: <laughs> he was the oldest. I know. Yeah.
4: Was Obama 41 or 45?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Both of those JFK is the youngest oh, U.S. president ever elected at 43. I need yes or BS. Yes. Three, two, one. Amy has yes, yes, and yes. Yes, he was. The answer is yes. Yep. Knew, it. Knew it. Clinton was next at 46. Obama was at 47. Oh, wow.
4: Clinton could have fooled me. and never would have thought that.
2: Teddy Roosevelt holds the record for youngest U.S. president ever, though. He was 42 when he took office, but he wasn't elected at the time. He took over after McKinley was killed. Wow, I remember that. No, you might. You are the oldest. <laughs> no, I, that, that was probably in your teenage but years. But hey, behind. Election Day, Lunchbox wins the big game. Yeah! Nice job, there he is. Vote, vote, vote. USA, yep. USA. Go vote it up. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Let's get going. We are not gonna have to do a lot of election stuff. We'll do a couple little fun segments like that, though. You know us. Yeah. We didn't get into the weeds. Come on. We'll get into the weeds after the show. <laughs> Okay, so what happened to you?
4: So we were in a parking lot, me and Stevenson and my in-laws, and this car pulls around next to us and rolls down the window. And I was like, oh, hello. And she's like, hey, you don't know me, but my name is Ashley. And she rolled down the back window of her car, and in the car seat was this little boy. And she's like, and this is Tyson. And I just wanted you to know that your adoption story from a few years ago, because we adopted from Haiti three years ago, but it was a five-year journey before that she said just listening to you inspired us to adopt and this is our son Tyson wow that we now have because of that and Stevenson was right there and heard it all and it just was such a good opportunity for him to hear that and he felt special that his story was a part of helping another kid have a home and her name was Ashley his name was Tyson shout out so cool
2: wow (laughs) Mm -hmm. did were you emotional after that
4: yeah, I, I think especially anytime, you know, we have those days here where we're like, what are we doing?
2: And nothing we're doing matters. Yes, Yes.
4: because sometimes we come in and just talk about whatever stuff that doesn't really matter and people have real things going on and we try to be the levity for people at times, but also talk about our real life moments and our hard stuff. And the adoption process was hard for us and- you know, not being able to get pregnant was, but then turning it into adoption and now having a home for Stevenson and Stashira with us is really cool. But knowing that I shared that part of my journey on the radio and it impacted another family's life and this little boy Tyson is pretty cool. Eddie, yeah.
2: do you get people reaching out to you too about fostering kids?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of DMs of people really mostly with questions like, uh, did, did you go through this or how did you get involved? Cause we're thinking about it now that you told your story and things like that. And I've done a couple of video chats with people, just kind of giving them a little advice here and there, telling them my story again in more detail to help them out. But it's been really cool. Do Even- you answer your video chats with them like you do me on the toilet? <laughs> no, I did not. Did you, not do You want to be grossed out? <laughs> FaceTime Eddie at like 1 p.m. But you don't do, to be fair, you don't do phone calls. You do FaceTime. So... I'm not going to miss your call. I'm on the toilet. I'll get it. How yeah, about you to text me back? <laughs> on the toilet.
4: Yeah, i will call you in a minute.
1: Hey, hit you back. That's an easy one. Okay, all right. Next I, time.
2: That's a great story, though, Amy. That's cool. And I hope they're listening and they can hear this, We Me too. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: Glad you guys are here. Let's do this.
6: It's Bobby Bones, world-class
0: advice giver.
2: And with this, we'll go over to Katie, who is listening in North Carolina. Katie, what can I help you with?
6: I recently came across some text messages from one of my parents to another person that leads me to believe that my parent could be cheating on the other. Mm. So I am trying to decide, do I act like I never even seen these text messages or do I approach my parent and tell them I saw these text messages? I don't know what to do.
2: Okay, so your parents have been together for how long?
6: Um, 28 years.
2: Has there been any history that you know of of infidelity?
6: Yeah. Mm. From the same parent.
2: <sighs> okay, this is what I would say because you're put in a tough spot. Whatever you do ain't right, ain't wrong because it's just a tough situation to be in. Right. If it is weighing on you heavily, which I hear from your your, your voice and how you're presenting it, it is weighing on you. I definitely wouldn't go to the other parent first, the one that's being cheated on. I would mention something to the parent. How did you see the phone? How did you see the text messages, by the way?
6: Um, we were coming home from my brother's wedding, actually, um, and it was on an iPad, and the iPad kept going off, and I had it in my possess- possession, so I just opened it and looked at it. So That's how I found them.
2: And by these text messages, are you sure? Because that's a, quite the large accusation to throw. Are you sure? Would you bet money that that's what's happening?
6: So the text messages I've seen, one said, I can't talk because I will be present. The daughter will be present. I can't talk to you today with a red heart. it leads me to believe very strongly that.
2: Did you see the name of the person? Like, are you sure that it was?
6: The number's not Mm saved in the device but I did Google. I have done some detective work.
2: Okay, my advice to you is, first of all, whatever you do, you don't don't be angry and upset at yourself. This is a, a, a unfortunate situation that you're in. I would not go, I'm assuming it's the dad, because the dad men are slime balls. Um, I would, just for the sake of the story here, I would go to your dad and go, hey, I had the iPad and I saw this. Like, what do you want me to do? Put the ball in his court, and uh, then he may go, hey, it wasn't this, it was this, and I'll handle it. And I'm sorry. I'll I'll tell your mom, um, or hey, shut up, it's none of your business. But whatever it is, I think it's it's you should address it with them first, and Oof. and then let it play forward. And you'll have to make decisions after that. But I don't think you go to the mom first without going to the the, the wit the witness, the defense mm-hmm. witness first. Eww. that's tough. That's a stinky situation, especially if there's a history of it. It you, is, yeah. You got to go to the, the person whose text it is. Amy, what do you think?
4: I agree. If it's the dad or the mom, whoever it is, yeah, that's pray, who you go that. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Probably. that's hard. I remember seeing something on my dad's phone once that I need to unsee. I just never said anything about it. Was it his? <laughs> no, oh. but I mean, it just was texts I didn't need to see. And I still know this call is bringing them back into my head and I want to unsee them. So, you know. You could do like me and ignore stuff. You actually could. Or you could, uh, you know, because I hadn't thought about the text in years until now, but... Or you could do the thing, which I think is what's going to make you feel best, is go talk to him and see what he has to say. And maybe you don't have a full understanding of what's yes. going on with your parents. You know? Yes.
2: They may have an open relationship. It may make you want to vomit, but they may have an open relationship. But they probably don't. <laughs> probably not. Best. But you need to have that conversation with that parent. Okay? Okay. Sounds this, good. This I like is. That.
6: uh I put it in their court yep. and say, this is, I saw this. What do you want me to do
2: with it? I like that idea. Yep. I think that's it. Let us know how it goes, okay?
6: Okay. Sounds All right. good.
2: Have a good day. You. you too. Bye bye. Ooh,
5: that's a tough one. Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 32nd skinny.
1: Morgan Wallen talks about spending his money from his success.
2: I haven't really had time to go
5: do anything much anyway, but now I haven't bought anything. I'm just really trying to, I'm going to, I think the next thing I'm going to get is probably a house and hopefully some land. I'd like to have some land somewhere out in the country somewhere.
1: Granger Smith released part one of his double album last month. Now he's ready to release part two. Country Things volume two will have eight new songs and drops on November 27th. Brett Young talks about getting to experience a lot of firsts at home during the pandemic.
3: Sad reality is probably the normal won't look like it ever did before anyways. But I have gotten to see a lot of firsts and hear a lot of firsts with my daughter because during the summer fair and festival season, when I would have been gone four days a week, I was home. You know, I heard her say Dada for the first time. I was there for that. But there's been a lot of things that I haven't had to miss out on that I definitely would have missed out on if we were at normal capacity. And so you've got to kind of fight to look for the silver lining, but there's a handful of them if you're willing to look for them.
1: I'm Morgan number 2. That's your Skinny.
3: It's time for the good news. With
2: producer Eddie. Tell me something
0: good.
1: Marcy McIntyre, she got her first kidney transplant when she was 20 years old from her brother. She needed a kidney, so her brother stepped up, gave her one. Well, 25 years later, doctors are like, we need a new kidney. So she just starts posting her journey on Facebook. Well, One of her old classmates sees the post. She hasn't seen this classmate since high school. And he's like, you know what? I'll help, Marcy. Hmm. So his name is Ray. He said he'd help. He did it. So now he gave her his kidney. And uh, she's like, well, we've known each other since fourth grade. Never really talked to Ray, but he saw it on Facebook, and he saved my life.
2: Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's what it's all hey, about guys, right there. if yeah. you
1: all need a kidney, I got you.
2: Yeah, but you have to match, too. Oh, well, that's true. You'd we'll really see. give us and a kidney? I, and I need a left-handed kidney. I'm left-handed. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's different. And they're okay. hard to get, you know? Oh.
2: Ball gloves. Yeah. Uh, all that. Is, guitars. Golf clubs. Yeah, all are difficult for me. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
3: This story comes to us from New York City. Six people were arrested at John F. Kennedy Airport for stealing expensive handbags. Two airport workers and four of their friends, they knew the ins and outs of the airport. So when shipments of Chanel, Gucci, all that would come in. They would let their friends into the little storage unit and steal the oh, bag. They were
2: stealing shipments. They weren't stealing as that were going through.
3: Right. They knew how it all came in, mm. all where it was stored. They'd leave it unlocked. Hey, friends, go in and get it.
2: Yeah, that's wild. I just thought they were grabbing them themselves and they would come through the little aisle there. All right, there you go.
3: What, I'm lunchbox- so what happens to them? Uh, They're all facing major, it's $6 million worth of stuff that was stolen over the last year. So they're looking at major jail time. time. Yeah, there you go. I'm Lunchbox.
2: That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. I hope everybody gets out and votes today. It's your day. Once every four years for president. Go vote. Don't care who you vote for. I just hope you, you go and vote. And I hope we set a record for the most votes ever. Like, that would be a really cool record to have. We already had the most record last week of most coronavirus cases in one day. America (laughs) does. Yeah, hit over 100,000. But let's let's have a good Uh, one now. Yeah. Let's go out and vote and make your voice. Make it be heard. You have that right. So many other countries don't have that right. Our soldiers aren't over there for their own good. They're over there fighting for us to be able to do this. So, yeah, I hope you guys go do it. We're going to play Name That 90s Country guitar solo. Ooh, come on. So you just have to tell me the name of the song. It sounds easy. You're going to recognize all these guitar solos, but you have to put it in the song. So write your answer down. We'll do five of these. Here is number one. Okay, that's an easy one, though. I hope you all get that one. Easiest pie. I want you all to say it back to me on the count of three. One, two, three. Friends, Friends and in Low Places. places. Good. That's No. <laughs> cool. That one. Okay. I get a lot of these. <laughs> these are still pretty easy, but it's going to get a little bit tougher. Name this 90's country guitar solo. And you get a little fiddle solo oh, in there, too. Oh, a little bad. bonus. that helps. What? Amy, come on. Amy's singing out the solo right now.
4: <sighs> okay.
2: Lunchbox, what do you have? Watermelon Crawl. Amy, what do you have?
4: Chattahoochee?
1: Eddie? That is Chattahoochee. That ah. is Chattahoochee.
2: Yeah! Good, good. How to All right, learn. next up, see if you can name this one.
3: Um,
4: Oh, mm. oh, I feel like I just heard it in that last thing. Yeah. D- uh,
2: yeah, thinking uh, think uh, a
4: second. D-
2: Come on. You're speaking like Rosetta alone, yeah. scared and <laughs>
0: confused. Um,
2: <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All
0: right.
3: Lunchbox.
2: Grundy County Auction. Good guess. Almost Incorrect.
3: <gasps>
1: Amy?
4: I don't have it, but women on the trashy side or something. <laughs> Confederate
1: oh, that, Railroad trashy women. Not it. Okay, yeah. Eddie? Lunchbox, you're an idiot. Yeah. That's a what watermelon is crawl. Oh,
0: yes! No! yes, that's did. No! no!
3: no! Oh, stay with it. I was like... <laughs> They're gonna think I'm so stupid
2: if I think this is Watermelon Crawl two in a row.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Next
2: one up. Name that 90s country guitar solo. everybody. In Lunchbox. Don't ask her on a straight tequila night. Great song. Good guess. Not it. That what? does so, it sound a little yeah. bit. Like, Don't oh, ask good. her on a straight tequila, tequila night. Not it.
1: Eddie. That's Neon Moon Bones. Amy? When
4: the sun goes down, I mustard start town. Neon Moon. I spend most
1: every night beneath
4: the
2: light of a neon moon. Eddie, if you get the next one, you win. Amy yeah. has a chance to tie it. Okay. Yeah. See if you can name this nineties country guitar solo. Amy, what do you have?
4: Dust on the bottle. Correct.
2: You've now tied it. Let's go to lunchbox. Dust on the bottom. You got your one. No oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. bottle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's dust on the <laughs> bottle. If you have bottom, that's incorrect. <laughs> might be A little dust on, on the bottom. bottom. <laughs> Eddie, if you have dust on the bottle, you are the champion. What do you have? Phones, I'm
1: just gonna read what I have written down. Go ahead. It is uh dust on the bottle. Nice. There he is. <laughs>
2: There's our winner. Good game though. Yeah. Nice. That was fun. That's, that's a fun game, right? Loved it. it's it. a Mike D special over there? <laughs> So we have a wedding planner and Caitlin's working with him constantly I'm getting married early summer next year Have I said that how many people are on the guest list yet? Uh, I'd outla- I don't think I've said it no, on the show No, you haven't no. Okay. Okay. Nor will I right now Interesting oh, okay. But I did make the list and I didn't have as many people as I thought I thought it was going to be the opposite I thought I was going to run out of spots and be like
1: you know what don't have that many friends. Hey, no, no, no. No, that's good. It's good. You don't have that many close, close, close friends. That's good. Well, it started to feel political.
2: I was like, oh, I have to invite this person. And I have to. And there well, are how'd some. How would you handle that? I just invited them, but I still didn't have that many friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I did mine. She did hers. Um, we kind of have the list. Now we have to start getting addresses to send invitations. Yeah. There's just a lot to it. And so I've said, hey, I'll only do what you want me to do. I don't have any interest in helping plan because I'm just going to get in the way. I know how this works. I'm going to go, I want to be it. Then I'm going to take it over. And all of a sudden, it's going to be Razorbacks floating on the ceiling. We're going to have, you know, so that's not going to happen. But she said, okay, why don't you be in charge of the music at the wedding? And I said, okay, what does that mean? She goes, up to you. So this is what I'm going to do. We're going to hire a DJ and a band. Interesting. Whoa. So we're going to hire a DJ for when the band's on break. Okay. So we have a DJ. But here's the thing about the band. With the band, I want a band that has a male and female lead singer because I want all the songs. And I don't want a guy having to sing songs like this. I want a band. So if there's any wedding bands out there, great wedding bands, because it's going to go into a different spot here too. But I need a female singer and a male singer that can play all the hits. So you're going to come out and play fun. We're going to dance. But... We have friends that will be there, close friends of ours, including someone like Eddie and myself, Hmm. not to mention people that are on country music, that I want to be able to go up and sing their songs too, if they want to, or any song. I love this. So the band needs to kind of be ready to be a karaoke band, too. And the lead singers, you need to move your butts back and know your place, you know, when Garth Sinatra gets up there. Exactly. And that's not who's going to be up there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is a great idea, dude. So now I'm trying to figure out... What does a DJ cost? I have no idea. Mm. What, what do I pay a band? The good thing about having a band here in Nashville is everybody's in a bit great band. And because there's such competitive, uh, it's such a competitive world, you do have to pay an arm and a leg for it. So that's where I am. Music you Any advice for
1: me?
4: No, that sounds like it's going
1: to be fun. Hey, question about the DJ. Go ahead. Uh, do you want like someone just spinning regular songs, or do you want Waka Waka? Like, uh, I'm trying to get dead mouse. Like into oh, the summer. No, you know I know don't. I, mean? I don't
2: want... <laughs> no, I want Harris. someone play, <laughs> stop, play. Oh, okay, okay. I don't need you... I'm sure you'll know how to mix them. yes, no, Tiesto. But are you going to uh,
4: micromanage the song list? You never uh, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, dude, make, yeah. You, yeah. you have to make sure that some of them are in there, because then what if they go rogue and then you're like,
2: eh. I'm not there yet. Okay. So we'll see. You'll get there. But my job is to... Ray, did you do music at your wedding? I was actually given the job to find a DJ. Ended up going with a guy here in the building. He highballed me and I failed at it and they ended up finding the DJ without me. (laughs) What do you mean he highballed you? T-Babe. I thought I could get him for maybe a couple hundred dollars. Apparently uh, it's a very expensive ask. So it ended up being just the going rate. So I was like, I can't get us a deal because I work in the building with a DJ. So they went with somebody else. How much was, was he trying to charge you here? Uh, pretty close to a G. For what? Uh, four hours of mixing music. But the setup, the tra- I, I don't know what it costs. There's lighting. There's also the microphones, the audio in and out yep. if you need a band. There's a lot of stuff. Well, that'll be my job. Oh, so my we'll God. see how much I messed this up. If I get to the very end and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just end up hiring Lanco. Guys. Oh, <laughs> come on. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, no, are you kidding?
1: Yeah, but who would be the female singer that I would you'd be think broke? Of? Kelsey Ballerini?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, that would be awesome. <laughs> Let's go
2: over to Claire in Arkansas, who is sitting on the phone. Hey Claire, what's happening?
6: Hey Bobby, what's right. up?
2: You know, I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm grateful to be here and I'm thankful you called. What's going on with you? Hey,
6: I'm morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um, I wanted to ask how you feel um, country music's gonna emerge from COVID in the face of live shows. You know, what do you think the quality of artists are gonna be after this long break, you know? um, The voice is muscle memory. You don't use it, you lose it. And so I just wondered what you think about that.
2: I think what's gonna happen, first of all, it's gonna be a slow transition back. It's not just gonna be all right, all clear, let's roll. But it will next year. I think probably spring into summer, mostly into fall, you're going to start to see a bit more normality with with touring cuz touring is not a restaurant. Touring's not 100 people. Touring is big tours, 20, 30,000 people. Um, so it'll be slow, it'll come back. They'll be they've been singing their whole life. I think that uh you know, there may be a few precautions. I think masks will still be needed to be warned and required because promoters won't want to get sued if somebody does get COVID and go, you didn't provide a safe environment, but it'll probably be another year to go back to normal. But as far as the singing, I think the one thing that's going to be different is when tours launch, they're going to launch hot and heavy and every single artist is going to have a tour every single day because they've been <laughs> off the road for so long. Yeah. So, but the quality of it will be great, probably even better because people will be so rested and so excited to get back out there. So... It's going to be a treat for all of us that love country music and love live shows, but it's just going to take a second to get it back, you know? Yeah, I'm excited
6: to get
2: back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And listen, I'm fatigued of it, but I have, sometimes I have to remind myself, just because you're tired of it doesn't mean you can give up. And so, you know, I, I keep my circle limited. I, I definitely go out to dinner. Caitlin and I go to Olive Garden once a week or so. I have to travel for my job, but I just try to wear a mask and, and be safe. Uh, but it'll eventually come back and we'll all be good. And we'll look back in a few years ago. Remember how crazy 2020 was? It'll tell our kids. Totally. 2020 was absolutely bonkers. Uh, but thank you for that call, Claire. Hope you have a great day.
4: All right. Thanks, guys. All right. See Love
2: you the later. The Here's Amy's pile of stories.
4: So one of the hardest things in a lot of relationships is deciding where to eat. And now, Bobby, you found a technique on TikTok that you used on Caitlin that helped you out. Can you share with us what that was?
2: I said, guess where we're going. And wherever she guesses,
1: we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's so smart. (laughs) Yeah, because
4: hopefully that's probably where she wants to go. Because here's the deal. A typical couple gets in a fight three times a week when it comes to what they're going to eat. And it takes a couple, an average of 15 minutes deliberating to try to make a decision. So it's definitely, you need to use Bobby's hack to save yourself some time.
2: Yeah, Caitlin's extremely indecisive when it comes to picking where to eat. I will say I was proud of the night. She was like, I either want, because we got back, we've been traveling. She's like, I either want sushi or I want, uh, what's the, other Asian dish with their like soup and noodles oh pho yeah whatever and I was like those are very similar which one would you like she goes let's do sushi and I was shocked she made a decision wow usually she'll cut it to a couple two, and then I make that decision but that's always a point of contention where we're gonna eat mm. or where we're gonna order from what else
4: so Dolly Parton never goes out in public with her husband and now people are speculating that he doesn't even
2: exist he exists I met have him. you met him yeah
4: Oh, well, well then there awesome. you have it. But she did have to make a statement about it. And then also in her new book, Dolly Parton's Songteller: My Life in Lyrics, she addressed it saying that he said early on they got married in 1966. I didn't choose this world. I chose you and you chose that world. So they keep their lives separate, but together. And when asked, like, how have y'all stayed together so long? She's like, well, because I stay gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then um, that they, when they are together, they do love to travel around in their little RV and they don't do the whole party circuit and all that thing. They're very private and they are together and he is, in fact, real. And now we know Bobby's met him.
2: Well, one of my friends who tells me a story of it's probably 20 years or so ago, there was a party after the CMA Awards and some guy comes up and after the CMAs, people are pretty dressed up and fancy and some guy comes up in some old blue jeans and. A uh, shirt halfway tucked. He's like, I need to be getting this party. And they're like, I don't know. He goes, I'm so and so. And they're like, I don't think you're on the list. He goes, I'm Dolly Parton's husband. They are like, oh, oh, come on in. Come on in. They
1: uh, him right oh. yeah. <laughs> no one ever seen him. Yeah, so they're, they're like, like no whatever. One. Yeah.
2: What else?
4: Well, heads up today is election day, and survey after survey says that Americans, this might be one of their most stressful days ever and uh, if you are looking to unwind or relax or you do find yourself stressed the top five ways that people have successfully managed some of their stress this year exercise hitting up a hobby meditation reading or maybe even doing some cooking or baking so work that into your schedule today if you find yourself stressed out.
2: Or do them all. Do all five of those yeah. things today. All right,
4: there you go. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile.
2: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
0: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
3: Omar Villafranca is a reporter for CBS News. He travels all throughout the country. He's in the Dallas airport. He goes in the bathroom, and he sees a box sitting there, and he's like, hmm think someone left this behind, and he opened it up, and there's a bunch of jewelry in there, and he's like, uh, this is some expensive stuff. Takes it to the TSA agent. They're like, oh, you need to turn it into a gate agent. We can't take things. So he put it with a gate agent, and he tweeted a picture, and he said, hey, hoping by doing this that someone it makes someone's 2020 suck less. And it was the owner found it. It was $40,000 worth of jewelry. Wow. Yeah. How, how'd they lose that? They just... Had it in the bathroom, set it down, went to the bathroom and forgot it. Crazy. And they were just like, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. But yeah, because he
2: tweeted it out, owner found it. I would be so scared to lose it that it would never come out of my sight. Like I would, I wouldn't even need to do it, but I would keister those through the airport just so I wouldn't lose them.
3: Yeah, $40,000 of jewelry. What are you doing carrying that much jewelry?
2: I'm not serious, guys. No. What I thought you were serious. Stick to jewelry I was like, in my butt. I, I thought for I, a minute you were I was like, that sounds like a logical plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. There's a really funny story I saw over the weekend about Harry Styles, who was in One Direction, now is just a fantastic solo artist. his car broke down as he was driving. And he was like, oh, crap. So he gets out and he leaves a note at this girl's house who's a super fan because he had to go to someone's house and she wasn't there. And he says, Theodora, my car broke down on your street and your dad's friend kindly let me wait at your house with a cup of tea. I'm devastated we missed each other. Looking forward to meeting soon. Treat people with kindness. All my love, Harry. Wow. <laughs> P.S. I fed the fish. And he took a picture. His friend took a picture of him feeding the fish in her apartment. Well, that's amazing. Imagine you're her. Wow. I love that. Crazy. That's That's it. That, Oh, he's. A, by the way, his clothes are so cool. I could never do that. <laughs> he does have cool. clothes He does clothes. have cool clothes. <laughs> but that'd be crazy if you're a huge anybody fan and you realize they came by your house and had to hang out. And if you were just there, you'd get to hang out with mm. them and spend time with them. I'd hate that. Oh. I'd hate it. But and the what note's are the pretty odds cool of that?
4: Though. I mean, Harry Styles. Even being in your town. Yeah, Yeah. by you.
2: thought that was a great story. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny in.
4: The
2: morning corny.
4: What do you get when you cross an angry sheep and an angry cow?
2: What do you get when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow?
4: You get two animals in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> pretty good. <laughs> that was the morning corny. That's pretty good. <laughs> on the phone right now, Garrett in Iowa. Garrett, what's going on?
1: What's up, Bobby? What's up, dude? Dude, I just started listening to the Make It Up As We Go podcast or story, and like, it is so awesome. Like, I'm from Iowa, so we don't really know much about like what goes down in Nashville, and it's really opened my eyes and like the drama that all goes on. Like, I get so pumped every Thursday to listen to the new episode.
2: Well, thanks. So I am an executive producer and I have a little part in it, too. So does Miranda Lambert. But the Make It Up As We Go podcast is a story about how songs in Nashville are cut, and you're following an artist, and there's a soundtrack to it, and it's pretty in-depth. Um, a lot of uh, Dennis Quaid's in it. Uh, Daryl from The Office is in it. So, yeah, check it out. if you like. It's not a podcast about news. It's literally a scripted like story as you're listening to it. I'm glad you liked that, Gary. I appreciate that.
5: Yeah, it's so awesome,
2: man. Yeah, keep up the good work, dude. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Bye. I go home yesterday after the show, and there is some some wretched smell. As soon as I walk in, I'm like, oh. And you, the bad thing about a smell is if you can't find it, you feel helpless. <laughs> And I'm looking and like, we we bought some old books to put in this bookshelf thing we have at the house. And I'm like, is it the books? And I'm like, go, I'm smelling by the books. I'm like, and then the, the smell is kind of, you've consumed it. It's consumed you and you can't really tell what stinks and what doesn't anymore. And Caitlin bought pumpkins a month ago and I'm smelling all the pumpkins individually. We haven't thrown them out yet. I can't find the smell. Can't find the smell. And I go to, I say, Hey, something stinks. And she's like, really? She walks out in the living room. She's like, Oh, Wow. Start, i smell it under the couch. I'm having real-life <laughs> conversations with my dog. Where is it, buddy? Lead me to it. What'd you do? It's okay. You won't be in trouble. Nothing. Can't find it. Can't find it. Can't find it. I go in the bedroom because it's not stinking in there yet. Kept the door shut. And Caitlin goes, found it! And I was like, oh, no. So I walk out, and she has the refrigerator open. Our refrigerator died. Oh. No cold air. So oh, everything no. spoiled oh, in the fridge. That's terrible.
0: Oh.
2: So we had to throw everything out. By the way, we found meat and our fridge was like meat and vegetables like three or four years
1: old. (laughs) They were in the back.
2: Yeah, that you just we just kept stacking (laughs) stuff Uh. on. So we have a completely empty refrigerator. We're trying to get a refrigerator repairman to come out and fix it, but it smelled as bad as anything I've ever smelled in the house Mm. before. And also you're just like, what is it? And you can't find it, and you're just going, please, dear God, blow it away. Like, make it go away. But it was the the stupid refrigerator. And now I gotta call a repairman and pay him. (sighs) Okay, let me talk to this is a voicemail. From Ron in Texas,
6: I just wanted to say hi, studio, and thank y'all for what you
2: do. Great positive start every morning again. Thank you. and Really enjoy your show. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate that. This is Hannah.
6: I listen to the post show pre show, and Bobby said that Stanley. Family- broke his stroller we need to hear this story what happened to the stroller story please and love the show love you all been listening since y'all were in austin have a great day y'all
2: thank you very much uh i don't know i even be too big caitlin bought him a stroller It wasn't cheap she rolled it like one time and the wheel goes boop and breaks off could have been a bad stroller probably a fat dog yeah. Maybe a combination of both. <laughs> Weight capacity. He does oh. love that stroller, though. I was wrong about that. He loves to get in it, and he's just having the time of his life in that thing. Uh, thank you for the call. Let's do one more. Here we go. Good
6: morning, studio. Just want to let you know the B-Team loves Caitlin.
2: The voicemail line was flooded with these. I'd say over 500. I think they created a post on that B-Team page, mm. and they just all called and left that. Aww. She gets beat up a lot online, so that's very nice of, oh. of you guys to do that. We all love her. Yeah. I'll, I'll let her know, Eddie. Okay, thank Thank you. you. <laughs> There's a guy named Manny in Michigan. He works as an iPhone repairman. And he recently had a guy come and drop off his broken phone for repairs. So he's there doing his job. Guy's like, here, can you fix this? But when he opened up the phone, there was a surprise in the battery compartment. A note was written, and there was a $100 bill in there. And the note said, please tell my wife the phone is unfixable. She wants to check the call history. $100 is yours. Thank you.
1: Wow dirty. So what?
2: what would you have done if you're Manny, if you're the guy working at the call place, you get the phone, there's a hundred bucks in it, what do you do?
4: I guess I'd take the hundred dollars.
1: And say that it's I don't unfixable. know.
4: Is it though? I I don't know. That's such a, I don't. What I, would you do, Manny? I guess I would say, I, I never, okay, here's what I would do. Honestly, I'm not taking the money and then suddenly I'm on my lunch break. Wow, can't help you.
1: <laughs> well, no, he left it there.
4: Okay, I pass it to the person that works next to me.
2: Eddie,
1: it's like lunchbox. Easy, man. I mean, I'm gonna save a marriage. I'm gonna save a marriage, take the hundy, and say, man, it's unfixable. Don't be an idiot and tell the dude, don't okay. be an idiot. Okay.
2: So you're going to do it for them? Yes. You mean you're gonna accept 100 bucks <laughs> for them? Yes.
1: <laughs> I, I, just for them, not for me, Bones. The $100, come on, give or take. But for them, save a marriage, it's worth it.
2: What would you do, lunchbox?
3: Oh, Manny loves money. So I got that hundy, and I'm calling that guy and saying, hey, Ah, looks like I got the hundred, but the phone seems to be fixable. Oh, God. Unless I can get a couple more hundred. <laughs> oh no, you bribed him. Absolutely. No blackmail him. Because he's oh, yeah, willing bro. to pay. Blackout. He's obviously willing to pay oh, you to God. not fix his phone. So you're gonna get as much as you can. You gotta milk that situation, get a couple
2: extra hundred. Then sorry, phone's not fixable. Well, according to the story. Come on. He decided that he did not want to get in the middle of it. So he take the money.
4: So he went on his lunch break.
2: So the wife came by to pick up the phone. He gave her the phone and showed her the note. Oh, and No! Oh, that is getting right see, in the a, middle of it. That, that, is, that is like... That's a tattletale. Yes, that, it is. Yeah.
4: Snitches get stitches, exactly. I tell y'all. Manny's a moron. What is he? What?
2: So then the husband came back. See? Oh, See, wow, yeah. here we go. And started throwing things. At Manny. So Manny had to get the cops involved. There's no word on what happened from there. Wow.
1: And all this could have been avoidable if he would have just taken the hundred.
2: I would have taken the hundred. It's not my business to get into. Mm-hmm. You guys asking me to say it's broken? Okay, you got it. Hundred bucks for me for my time here with it. The phone's broken here. No luck. Damn what, gosh. Oh. I don't owe it to anybody. <laughs> I don't know their situation. But yeah, he. He should have. Whatever. There's what no a creative. crazy
1: story though.
2: The thing I wouldn't have done is what he did. Or you give the note to and go it's terrible. I would have been like, I oh, hear you go. I fixed it and just give the phone back and then let them handle their mm-hmm. business. I wouldn't have tattled. Yeah. You know.
1: He did what the, the not, not not, to do. I wasn't yeah. expecting
4: that that's what he did. I thought, I don't know. I honestly thought he would have just taken the money, passed <laughs> it along to another employee.
2: Well, 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 it is election day. Hope you go out and vote. You know, most places elections are held on Sundays. Uh, you know the reason it's on Tuesday? Why? Because Monday was out, it would require people to travel to the polls by buggy on Sunday on the Sabbath. Because it took a long time to get to the polls, and they weren't everywhere.
1: <laughs> the buggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Wednesday was also not an option because it was also market day, and farmers wouldn't be able to make it to the polls. Oh. So it was decided that Tuesday would be the day that Americans would vote in elections. And in 1845, Congress passed a law that presidential elections would be held on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November.
4: So just question. Yeah nobody's we can't revisit that
2: yeah we should there are many things that we should revisit <laughs> I'm so
1: confused we have cars now uh, yeah no, not buggy and, then that, and you with, can still go to church and get there in time
4: right <laughs> and with coronavirus churches. is when is
2: church <laughs> well but you're not gonna make a change just because of coronavirus
4: no well I know I'm just saying this year that's changed a lot like our I was even talking to our pastor like they record the service he's like preaching on a Friday to record it for a Sunday and we get to watch it whenever
2: uh, regardless, that's why it's Tuesday, because back in the day, we were in buggies, and we had market day. <laughs> so
0: weird.
4: But you
2: also gotta remember, too, for a long time, the only people getting to vote were white landowners. Yeah. That's it. Yeah,
4: that's true.
2: So, it's funny how some things stay. we're like, we gotta stick with that, but other things are like, no, we need to get the crap away from that. That's a terrible precedent that was set. But I hope you guys get out and vote, and do your deal, and we'll all watch the news and sit there and just no. go. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, you guys aren't watching the news all night? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm nonstop.
4: Oh, no. I'm not.
2: Nope. Uh, let me say this, too. There's only been two elections since the year 2000 where they've known who was going to win by an election night. So everything you're hearing about, oh, we may not... There's only been two... Uh, again, only two elections since 2000 where we've known. Okay. Otherwise, it rolls over con- uh, all the time. And they may have at times said, okay, this is who we feel we're going to project. But it's not over till everything's counted. No new rules were made this election. Not a single new rule was made for this election. And so, you know, as tonight, if you're hearing, well, you know, we usually it's done by this point. It's not. It's just a couple people on the news going, okay, we're going to go ahead and project it. But it's not done. So does that make sense to you?
4: Yeah. But only Which t- were the, the two?
2: Uh, the two Obamas. Oh. Otherwise... All of them were still up in the air. Even when Trump beat Hillary last time, you were in the morning the next day, and they were just projecting it even then. So,
1: yeah. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I would. I'd do a whole show on it. (laughs) So you're saying it may not be worth staying up tonight waiting for results. (laughs) Listen, as soon as I leave this radio show, I'm going to sit in front of a TV and just stare. No, you can't do that all day. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) That's
2: That's so much. I love it. Can't get enough of it. Uh, let me encourage you to check out the uh, Talk to Chuck podcast. Chuck Wicks is on, and he has his wife on. They talk about their IFE journey, IVF journey. IVF. Yeah. yeah. IVF is a network, I think. TV network. <laughs> uh, but So you should check that. It's, it's a really good show. Uh, talk to Chuck. Chuck Wicks has a podcast. <laughs> a woman files a legal complaint against her husband when she finds out that he is blank. I'll give you that story in a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. You want, oh. you want to fill in the blank here? Take a guess. I'm good. A woman files a legal complaint against her husband when she finds out he is blank. If you dollar. get it right, I'll give you a dollar. Okay. Go ahead. In debt. Nice. A girl? Nice.
3: I would yeah. How would you not know? <laughs> mm? <Talk>. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I
1: don't know, man. Uh,
3: Eddie? (laughs) I don't know. He's lying
1: about something. I don't know. I have no idea. No guess? No. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm staying away from this one. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh um, It's
1: not worth it Even uh, if you get it right It's not worth <laughs>
2: the it The risk uh, reward of being It's not worth, worth it. a dollar <laughs> Yeah Maybe okay. he's
4: a millionaire
2: Five something. dollars maybe.
3: Oh maybe yeah. he <laughs> voted for someone That she didn't want him to I'll oh, tell you good. that story coming
2: up By the way The best looking celebs draft Over 50 The winner with Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston And Patrick Dempsey Was Amy yesterday What? Oh wow Wow That Amy? is now your fourth win
4: Wow <laughs>
6: Damn.
2: Damn. Lunchbox that's was second awesome. So cool. Morgan, number two, was last.
6: Yeah, that's a bummer. Keith Urban? Yeah. Come on. Morgan
2: had Keith Urban, Dolly Parton, and Kenny Chesney. You were last.
6: That's a bummer. I'm
2: very sorry. But Amy, over 50, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, and Patrick Dempsey. I would not have expected that to win, honestly. Mm. So nice job by me you. Either.
6: Way
4: to go, me. Amy's like, me
2: either. <laughs> Eddie, very close to the end, though. Really? You barely beat Morgan. Same percentage, but just a few more mm. points. You had George Strait, Reba, and Nicole Kidman. A lot of beautiful Solid. people over 50. Yeah.
4: I would have voted for your Thank list. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Um,
2: Morgan's out next draft. Eddie has first pick. There you have it. It's
1: time for the good
2: news.
0: With Bobby.
4: Tell me
1: something
0: good.
2: Marshall Helm was walking his granddaughter to the bus stop in Salem, Illinois, when the bus driver alerted him that there was a house on fire nearby. It was his neighbor's home, and the blaze crept over from the garage to the main house, and he rushed to get him out. Now, he's 70 years old. He's a veteran. And he went in yelling, fire! The residents, Gary and Kathy Benjamin, were still in bed. They were like, what's happening? Who is shouting in our house? He's like, fire! He starts kicking on the walls and the door. They run down. The house is in flames. Let me mention again, he's 70 years old. No one was hurt. All they lost was material things. But they say he is a hero. He ran in, screamed, made sure they got out of bed. Hmm. They call him an angel. That's cool. Also, 70 is a lot younger than we think now. Yeah, and that we're getting older, we think. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's it.
0: <laughs> it's, that is.
2: Yeah. You know what hit me the other day? I was listening to Alan Jackson, Remember When? Uh-huh. And it was, Remember When 30 Seems So Young. And I was like, How do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, but, I'm like, What a kid that a 30 year old is. Well, shout out to Marshall Helm. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let me start with a What's Wrong with People? What's, what's wrong, wrong with, with People? people? Well, I'm looking at Caitlin, my fiance's Instagram story. Did you see what she posted? No. She posted a message someone sent to her and they have ripped up my second book and written underneath it, I'm disgusted by the man you have made Bobby become. Whoa. And sent oh. this to her. Then they wrote, Ooh, limiting comments because you're that weak. Can't wait till all the Botox stops working, you end up looking like just another white Karen. What? Also, the way you start off, hey guys, is very obnoxious. By the way, she doesn't have Botox. Just <laughs> But, and, but this is like one of a thousand that she gets all day long. And I have no idea why. No, I mean, she hasn't done anything to have people attack her. She doesn't have like a big, bold opinion about anything. It's just weird. And then she wrote, truly, everyone has feelings. Me, you, people you see on TV, people you see at the grocery store, the person you see driving down the road, the person that votes differently than you, just everyone. And words really hurt. So use them kindly. I'm going to try and intentionally say three kind things to three different people today. Maybe you'll try too. We can maybe call it the, quote, kind three times challenge or something. But I just feel bad for her because I keep her out of her comments. I'm like, you shouldn't go over there. I don't go over into, like, the Facebook comments. I don't go over into the general for the most part. But some, like, vendors have started to reach out to her. And she's like, I'd like to see what they're offering, you know, who has good products because maybe we can use them for the wedding. And So she goes over and just is just getting nailed. And I just felt terrible for her because she shouldn't have to not go to her comments. That shouldn't be... but And she never wanted the public life. And so I feel guilty about that. So that's where we are. I just yeah. saw she posted that like five minutes ago.
4: Yeah. And too, it's good for you to be able to rind her and us to say that someone that is ripping up your book and then sending that to her and saying that... She, It's she's turned you into some man they can't even listen to anymore, or read your books. Like that's so. They're not. Something's going on with them. It's not her. It's them.
2: The name says. I'm trying to look. She blacked out the name. It says Radio Lunchbox. There's a letter missing on it. Oh, Oh, interesting. Come on now. Come on. It's Lunchbox (laughs) harassing. I I wouldn't have the strength to rip up the
3: book.
4: Yeah, I don't even (laughs) know how they did that.
2: like scissors it would be cool if there was a big book burning of all my books (laughs) I could use that press that would be great I
4: mean,
2: all right. it's just frustrating for me I for so long have just like tried to find the right person for me and I have and then all of a sudden it's she's just getting attacked she wants no part of the public life she has decided and agreed to that there's some she has to do now because she's with me but just to see her then it makes me go you know what I shouldn't talk about her I shouldn't post about her I shouldn't do anything if that's how she's going to be treated So that me, I literally was reading that during the commercial. Okay, let's go to the news. Bobby's big story. Okay, let's try one more time. It's up to ten dollars if you get it right. (laughs) A woman files a legal complaint against her new husband when she finds out he's a girl. Oh well, my other answer was wrong.
1: How do you know? Because you said now it's up to ten dollars. It could still be the same answer though. Oh. Yeah, I'm just raising. Yeah. I'm just trying to get Eddie to guess. Yeah, I don't mean, and I'm not going to. I don't find place. out when he's married.
3: Oh Ooh. yeah, oh, oh, that's great. Good, that that's one.
1: good. Yeah, I'm good, dude. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Do you know or, the answer? Or <laughs> no. oh, she finds out he's bald. No,
4: no. I think an oh yeah. Was yeah, that's wig. why it's going no, at no. Eddie Hard. You I guys have
2: all. You guys have both guessed because you're right. <laughs> oh, it is? you're right. Yeah.
4: it's it's because he's bald. Yeah, Dang but, but it. you've
2: already guessed. A oh. woman got married to a guy in September. The next day, he revealed he's bald and had uh, been wearing a hairpiece. Now up. she's filed a legal complaint against him, and police are looking into whether it's fraud.
1: I'm not fraud come on I please. mean that's like
4: a so a guy dates a girl that wears a padded bra
1: or girls wear Spanx
4: and then they take them <laughs> off and I mean what's it that's I don't know that that's fraud he'd yeah. been
2: wearing a hairpiece the entire time she'd known him and only revealed the truth after the marriage was official He's like, Beba love you, peels it back. <laughs> oh god, it's terrible. What she's now filed a legal complaint against him where she says she never would've married him if she had known he was bald. What even is that marriage about then? Exactly. Okay,
4: but here's the thing. She's she maybe she's not upset about the fact that he's bald. She's upset about the fact that he Lied to her
2: about it. She's probably bald. She's probably bald. Yeah, but obviously,
4: this hairpiece is amazing because she didn't (laughs) pick up on
2: it. It's a big endorsement. (laughs) It's like a wonderful advertisement for that that type of hairpiece. By the way, hat fishing, in case you're curious, is when someone on the dating site wears a hat in all their photos to conceal their bald. Hmm. So sometimes you can get hat fished by guys. Thank you very much. Let's do another one. Bobby's Other Story. A guy in Connecticut posted on social media he was donating a kidney to his fiance, And some thieves who saw the post said, hmm, let's go to his house and break in his apartment and rob him.
4: Oh, man. Oh, no. What?
2: Cesar Loretta, 25, announced that he's going to donate a kidney. Here's a clip of the news story from News 12 Connecticut about how thieves found out after the couple posted a video online.
1: Shortly after this video was taken at Yale New Haven Hospital on Tuesday, where the couple underwent simultaneous surgeries, police say something sinister was happening back at their apartment. The
2: couple had posted their plans for surgery on social media, and investigators believe somebody who heard about that used the opportunity to break into their apartment using this screwdriver and stealing their stuff. Those people deserve a... A little cot in hell. You know, mm-hmm. not even a whole room. Just a little... Yeah, no bed. Oh. You, you, you go go cot. Cot. Made of nails. A metal cot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, investigators say that when the suspects heard the news, they broke in. You saw it all. A GoFundMe was helped to create... Uh, a GoFundMe was created to help the couple. You can search Kidney Fighter on GoFundMe if you want to find that story. There you go. That's the news. Bobby's Big Story. Let's put on Eric in Maryland, who has called the show. Eric, what's going on, man?
5: Hey, Bobby. How are you? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, so, Bobby, just real quick, I just want to say thanks for what you do and the fact that you don't talk politics during your show. Nobody on your show talks politics because, you know, I think it's a big turnoff for some people, but I greatly appreciate the fact that you don't talk a lot of politics on your show.
2: Well, I appreciate you calling. For me, that's always tough. I decided a long time ago that people didn't come to me for that. I am extremely political, but I don't feel like this is the place for it, honestly. And so I want people to be able to come. And I think we should be able to compartmentalize. I don't think politics should dominate your entire life and everything you feel about it. You know, just because you feel one way, you should just feel that about that and, and not have an influence every other part of your life. Uh, like the good old days Ah, yes. Um, so I have chosen to not get on the air and blab on because half people will be like you're an idiot half people will be like I love you but then everybody (laughs) wouldn't feel like they could be included and the whole point of this show is to feel like you can be included I don't care who you are we have probably even the people that I would fundamentally disagree with the most politically we're probably still 92% the same person and believe in the same things and I hate when people let 7-8% affect their entire life so yeah I don't. It's a very political time. We did talk about the election. I don't think that's political to go. This is why the election's held on Tuesday. This is we played, you know, presidential uh, BS or yes this morning. But you're not going to hear me going vote for this person or that person. I think you're all smart enough to figure out who you want to vote for and who stands for what you believe in. And the the, the chips will fall where they may. And then we will have the same or a new president. And regardless, we're all going to be fine.
4: It happens every four years. Yeah, we're all going to be fine. Yeah. Um, just out. appreciate
2: you. And I. you can expect to come here and not have me beat you down with my opinion of a political topic. Because it don't. Now, if you come to my house, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but ask Eddie. But this is not the place, time and place for that. Eric, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for listening. And your call was uh, very welcomed and appreciated. No worries. Take care. All right, buddy. We're going to play Is It Creepy in just a second. Also, we're going to talk about slang terms you're too old to use once you're 40. Oh, dang. I have a list. That's coming up. Let's go over. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go over and talk to Holly in Michigan. Holly, how are you?
6: I'm great. How are you? Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I was calling to see if we could hear the Tuesday song today. I think you guys are all about spreading joy. We need a little joy on Election Tuesday.
2: Okay. This is something we usually only do on the post show. And this is called the Tuesday song. It's a little song we wrote a long time ago about Tuesday because nobody likes Tuesdays. Nobody celebrates Tuesdays. It's all about Fridays and Saturdays mm-hmm. and Sundays you go to church, but nobody loves Tuesdays. And so we're going to do this live? We're going to do it live. All right, come on. Let me mess it up. I don't know. The best day of the week, you all know it's my time So I made a song about Tuesday, so happens it rhymes The lowest number of crimes, a super bingo at 9 I don't know what you do your Tuesday, this is how I do mine The sun comes up, there's a smile on my mouth Why? Because I love Tuesday is the first thing I shout Free Zumba this morning and every Tuesday at 5 I got my spandex on, it's time to head to the Y Tuesday HOA Tuesday Housewives Going Boo's Day I'm just Talking about Tuesday Okay It's Tuesday Is my recycling On the curb As I drive off Yup My recycling's On the curb I mean Fridays Are fine Because they're casual And all But I'm always More productive On my Tuesday Conference call My after work plans I got my spray tan I'm drinking Lemon water Adding me some cayenne Pebbles and bam bam I'm watching C-SPAN And then it's Two for one at Sonic With the coney And e I say Tuesday, HOA Tuesday Housewives going gone day I'm just talking about Tuesday Do it again now, Tuesday Brown cow goes Tuesday. Eat some cashews day I'm just talking about Tuesday Here we go Mardi Gras on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. I go to Kramaga on a Tuesday. I'm playing Pokemon on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Came out of my mom on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. There you go. Come thank you on. Very much.
6: Yeah.
2: How you feel about that, Holly? That
6: was great. Thank you. Thank you. We never
1: do that show live on the air, no. but I felt like today, let's do it.
6: Why not?
4: Thank
1: Maybe you, Holly. Maybe they'll do that every presidential election. Hey, Holly,
2: you are in Michigan, a state yeah. that is a swing state. I bet commercials are all politics all the time, huh?
6: It's it's crazy, yeah, yeah,
2: it's nuts. I mean, that's where all the money's going. Michigan mm-hmm. to Wisconsin to Pennsylvania. I, if, it doesn't matter what you're watching. I bet every commercial is something about a candidate or voting. Wow. All right, have a good day, Holly. Be safe that's out there. Called
5: everywhere. Thank
6: you. All Bye. Right.
2: Tuesday, hoa Tuesday Day. Housewife's going to booze day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Uh, Samantha in Texas, you're on the show. Hello, Samantha. How are you? Hello, Hi. Samantha, dear. I hope you Hey, sorry, Samantha.
1: Say, say that again.
6: Morning, studio. Morning. morning.
1: Do people go to you in your whole life? There's no chance. What? They're, they do. That, call them Baton Rouge. Yeah. There.
2: Hello, Samantha, dear. I hope you're doing... Do they do that to you?
6: one person. He's a friend, and he's the only one, and he annoys me, but yeah,
2: he's great. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, what can I do for you?
6: Oh, I just wanted to call. First time that I've called up and listened to you guys since you guys started here at uh, KJ97 in San Antonio. Thank you. And uh, I just wanted to, to say to you and Caitlin, you guys are awesome. I think that being with her has made you a better person, not a worse person. And I just think that you relate more two more people, and you have more perspective of things that are going on with couples and non-couples because you used to be single, and that person did that to your book and stuff. I just think, you know, it's in the wrong place right now, and I hope the best for that person, but, you know, you guys are doing awesome, so don't let one person encourage you guys.
2: Well, I appreciate that, and, you know, her comments are not one person. That's why she's had to just let friends post. I just feel bad for her because I feel like it's my fault. She's not done anything to offend anybody. And people are just extremely nasty to her. I mean, heck, she has a stalker, for God's sake, that we barely talk about on the air. That is scary because of real reasons off the show. But, yeah, it it stinks. Thank you for the call, though. We'll get through it. Like everything else, we'll get through it. I would like to play the game, Is It Creepy?
1: And bringing us this edition of Is It Creepy is producer Eddie. Eddie? All right, so we went trick-or-treating the other night, right? And we're out in the neighborhood... And out of nowhere, this man walks up to my son. He, My son has a pretty cool costume on. It's pretty unique. It's a, a, an inflatable alien. Looks like it's eating a boy or whatever. Pretty cool. But this man comes out of nowhere and says, oh, my gosh, that's the best costume I've ever seen. Please, please, can I take a picture of you? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, 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 um, Mr. Creepy old man, like you're not <laughs> going to take a picture of my son. Absolutely not. And uh, thank you very much oh, okay, okay, I thought I'd just asked. he just walked off. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Do not go up to a 12-year-old boy in a costume asking if you can take a picture with your iPhone.
2: Well, I'm looking at the costume now. Yeah. It's a pretty cool costume. Right? I would want to take a picture of somebody in that costume. Bones, you can
1: Google that and then keep that picture. That's a good point. <laughs> like don't go up to a twelve year old boy and say, I need a picture of you on my phone that I can keep forever. Uh, yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. I think he just convinced me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause
2: I'm looking at it and it is a really cool costume. And I would want to have a picture of it so I could get one for my
1: maybe my kid. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Google it. Did his yeah. kid like the costume? He would they, How, I, I didn't see Google? his kids. What Ooh. do you Google? Red flag. Uh whatever the costume is, which is like uh, you know, alien eating kid, Alien boy costume. There you go. It's what I Googled. Now I'm going
2: to get all kinds of like, <laughs> weird things. Uh, creepy or not by this guy, Amy? Creepy. Lunchbox?
3: Man, I, I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but you can't be taking pictures of random kids on the street. That's kind of creepy.
2: That is it. That is itself, regardless of the situation, kind of weird. Right. Halloween or not, to go, hey, young kid, I'm going to take a picture of you by yourself.
1: <laughs> and, and good point, too. I looked around, didn't see any of the kids around him. I'm like, huh, I wonder what he's doing out here. You weren't even dressed up. <laughs> Wait, was he dressed as a penguin? Maybe. He was dressed as a six-year-old man. Oh, that's your lunch!
2: There is a new champion of YouTube videos. Baby Shark.
1: (laughs)
3: Ah, I knew it! (laughs) Baby Shark! Baby Shark! Baby Shark! Baby Shark!
2: This pink Fong, which created Baby Shark, has made so much money I bet it is a South Korean company and Baby Shark took a while to catch on it wasn't like they put it out and the people were like this is fantastic or this is fantastic for my kids years it just sat on YouTube and slowly snowballed into being the most maybe the most known song in the world at this mm. point <laughs> the video that it just beat was Da spy yeah.
6: Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. And
2: the third most watched video is me on Dancing with the Stars winning the championship. (laughs) You serious? With the most thumbs downs in the history of. (laughs) No. Not at all. All right, you want to play things you should stop saying? Once you're 40 years I don't old. I not yes. Because on the show, pretty much all the, the main cast of characters here, <laughs> we're all 39, 40, or 41. We're a uh-huh. uh, window. Slang terms, you're too old to use after 40. Number one, all the feels. I don't say it. No, nah, I don't either. So I'm okay with that I'm one. done with that.
4: I say it.
3: You stop. you stop. No, you're still 39. You're good. YOLO. Oh,
2: I say that. <laughs> Yolo. Occasionally, That's but a good not
4: one. like for real.
2: I don't say it. Lit. Nah, no. no. Uh, cray cray. No. No. You don't say that, Amy.
4: I do not take cray cray. Come on. Literally. You
2: yeah. said it so naturally right then. Yeah. Yeah. I said cray cray. She goes, I'll say cray cray.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at one point maybe I did. The
2: struggle is real. Yes,
4: yeah, so right. I said that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh snap.
4: I mean, yeah.
2: Maybe. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, put on blast. Yeah. Mm, no. Talk to the hand. (laughs) Although that's so old school. That one is like our generation though. Like talk to the hand or talk to the hair, face don't care. Uh, Adulting. And then saying the word hashtag. Not using it, but being like, hashtag Hashtag you suck.
4: Mm. Oh, I do adulting and hashtag. What's adulting? Adulting, saying that word. Adult decisions, making
1: adult decisions. Like, you know, I like going have, to bed early, difficult. I'm so adulting.
4: Like by the time you're 40, you should not say i struggle with adulting. Got it. <laughs> but I do.
2: Let's go over to Glenn in Texas, who has decided to call the show. We're very appreciative for that. Glenn, you're on the Bobby Bone show. What do you want to say?
3: I wouldn't ask you. I'm 58 years old. My girlfriend's 30 years old. If you think that's too young for somebody my age to date somebody that young.
2: No. Honestly. I mean, does she make you happy? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, or 15, or yeah. Certain, yeah. You say yes. Yes. Okay. Does, do you yes. do you make her happy? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay.
5: We're trying to get married. Eventually, going to get married. Now I got a ring for. Her.
2: The end, Glenn. Honest to God, you make her happy. She makes you happy. You're doing nothing illegal. You're not cheating on anybody. Anybody that has a problem with it can kiss your butt, man. This is all good. Go live your life and love. In the end, why are you worried about that?
5: Well, because her grandpa tells me I'm too old for her. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, well. Oh, is her grandpa was he in your 11th grade class? <laughs> 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 Dang. Yeah, wait. She lives, what? she lives with a grandpa. Yeah. Okay, the so grandpa's what? not the one who's with you though.
4: But he right. he you have to understand where he's coming from wanting to No,
2: live. she's a 30-year-old woman. She's not I 19. Know.
4: Wait, how old are you again?
2: 58, 58. But she's 30. That's 58.
4: And 30. how old is grandpa? Uh, he's about
5: 75.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, grandpa thinks he's learning his, losing his security blanket because he lives with Glenn,
2: her. I'm going to tell you, go live your life. You only get one life, as you know. Go live it and love Good. it and love in it. And so don't worry about grandpa, okay? Cause I'm going to tell <laughs> you, grandpa, grandpa ain't going to be around much longer. <laughs> oh, boy.
3: Okay.
2: All right, bud. Go do you, okay, Glenn? Yeah. Thanks. All right, see you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lunchbox, last week you did a bunch of bad luck stuff. Has anything happened to you since?
3: Uh, yeah, this weekend I opened the fridge and the gallon of milk, brand new gallon of milk fell out of the fridge right on the floor. Boom! Mm. Milk all over the ground. Oh, man. Okay.
2: That now, counts. Is that what they call a gateway into the real bad luck that's loving. coming?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, and then oh. I, I did knock a glass off the table, like a real, like a glass glass. My wife likes to have glasses we drink out of at the dinner table, and I knocked it with my hand. Psh, shattered. Now, are you normally a clumsy person, though? No. Mm. No, I mean, I, and I, I haven't broken a glass. We've had those since we've been married five years. That was the first glass we've broken out of that set. So that's two things that happened that made me think, huh, that's
2: a little weird. What day of the week did we do that last week? Do we remember? Like Thursday? So we have... Two more days. Yeah. I'd be very careful tonight.
3: Oh. Yeah. I'm just going to wrap myself in bubble wrap the rest of the week because yeah. those two were bad. Well, that's the
2: check-in. We'll check, in check with them again tomorrow. Let's go over to Brittany in North Dakota, who has called the show. Brittany, how are you?
6: I am good. How are you, Bobby?
2: Pretty good. What can I do for you?
6: I just, well, first, I just really wanted to say congratulations to you and Caitlin. I am so happy for you both. Thank you. And Lunchbox, thank you for making me laugh every single day. You are the best. You're welcome. And then I have a question for Mike D. Yeah, go ahead. So my question for Mike D is, um, I know that him and his fiance were quarantining together, and I was just wondering if, now that they're engaged, if they've made any, like, you know, permanent plans and I know she was like going to school or something so I just was curious about that.
2: She's moved up here now huh? Yeah but the plan is when she's fully done with school she'll be here forever. She's not here forever now? No. Oh. Oh I didn't. I thought she was here forever. (laughs) I thought you guys moved her up here. Most of her stuff yeah. You left what an eighth of it back? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Safekeeping or what? (laughs) Okay so she's gonna go back to Texas? Yeah she's gonna go back graduate and then we'll be here full-time. When is she graduating? In May. And when are you getting married? In June. Okay. You know what, Brittany? I didn't know that either, so I'm glad you asked. I thought she was just here.
6: (laughs) Well, thank you, Mikey, and congratulations to you, too. Thank you.
2: He says thank you as he walks away from the mic. All right, thank you very much. (laughs) Have a great day. Thank you for the call. Uh, Amy, what's going on today?
4: Well, avoiding the news, but also Stashira, her soccer team, they have semifinals tonight, so we've got a big game. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully she'll, maybe she'll get a goal. We're we're working towards that. What about you?
2: Uh, watch party tonight at my house. (laughs) Just me. (laughs) Right. You're just not, here's what to expect tonight. There are a few states where we will know the results. Arizona of the swing states. All the states that are red or blue that we know that will be called early. Arizona will be early. Georgia, Florida, those will probably happen tonight. Those could heavily weigh on what's happening. You're not going to see Pennsylvania. They're not even going to start counting their mail-ins absentee until the polls close. Mm. So, But that's always been the rule. It isn't something that just came along this this voting cycle. It could be over tonight. It Possibly it won't be over tonight. I Do got, you think it'll be over yeah, tonight? Yeah, most likely. Um, I think it's
1: 50-50. Okay, well. <laughs> so you don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just going to depend. If there's an odd Texas swing, it flips it. It just There's just a few states that it all hinges on, but you have states like Pennsylvania that just aren't going to count. And if that's a tipping point state, then we won't know. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be. I don't think that'll be the tipping point state. That's it. Thank you. I'm very proud to have a show that you will come listen to. Hope you have a great day. Get off Facebook, especially today. <laughs> not not just, the time. Just stay. Not the time. Maybe
4: the whole week. <laughs> Unless you're on the Bobby Bone Show B Team page.
2: Yeah. That's it. Everyone. Thank you very much. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show. Let's go.